Welcome to the Iron Cannon Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Tom and William. Today we are back from our review of The Mandalorian to talk again about The Bad Batch, Season 2, Episode 12, The Outpost. I got no pun this week. <laughs> Tom, tell us about this episode. Well, I guess in this episode we are reviewing the Season 2, Episode 12 episode called The Outpost, directed by Nathaniel Villanueva and Brad Rao, and this was written by Jennifer Corbett. In this episode, Crosshair is sent to retrieve a group of clones at an outpost. Pretty well straightforward. We're going to go get a bunch of clones that are stuck at an outpost. But it's been a while since we've seen Crosshair. So what did you think? We had to wait how many episodes until we see him again? Yeah. He was like, what, episode three, I episode think, right? I think so. Yeah. And this is, again, one of those cases of, I feel like they've been making us wait so long for things. Mount Tantus and more Crosshair and uh, the Zilla Beasts, you know, as we talked about last week, 13-year wait there. Um, mm-hmm. But, man, this Crosshair episode just delivers. Y- yet again, another just really, really good episode um, focused on Crosshair. So even though it was an eight-episode wait, it was worth it. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a fun one. I mean, we we the 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 kind of the crux of this episode is all about how crosshair has to deal with this uh lieutenant nolan played by crispin freeman who does not like the clones at all and and kind of how how that dynamic fares i don't steven Mm -hmm. I really love how they're using the Crosshair episodes to kind of sell some of the changes that are happening back in mm-hmm. the Empire itself. It was one of the things I think that worked really well in the first season of Bad Batch, like kind of this behind-the-scenes look at the transition into the Empire. Mm-hmm. But with the actual Batch kind of, by, you know, forced out from that to some degree, like we see a little bit of it in things like the kind of Coruscant duology with the the bill being passed and everything. And now we see the other side of it. The clones are getting retired. They are not happy about it. Mm-hmm. And we get, you know, new this Lieutenant Nolan who uh what does he call the clones? Like used equipment, which yeah. is oh brutal. It's very brutal for a um army that basically, let's say, saved the Republic until an order came around to make them turn against the Republic. But this is what I want to find out. What has made Lieutenant Nolan so so hateful of the clones to look at them as you used equipment and look down on them this way. Did a, did a clone burn him at some point? I, you know, uh, I think this is the attitude that we're seeing mm-hmm. the empire start pushing. Now this okay. is the, their superior troopers are their old news. They're being retired. We're done with them. Stormtroopers are now the future. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Nolan's just, he's bought into it. He's he bought into it. Yeah, and well, you know, just like Rampart, Rampart was the same way. Exactly. No, I think this is yeah. this is Rampart's influence, right, spread throughout the entire Imperial Army now. As they move from the Clone Army to these recruited soldiers, these these you know loyalists, right, uh, who 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 are true believers, they believe in the Imperial vision, and 
Um, I, I think they have the people they 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 handpicked to to kind of lead the initial you know initial set of leaders. Uh, I think they handpicked because they believed that they were superior to these clones that were just you know mm-hmm. manufactured and for 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 war and um and and so I think that's why Lieutenant Nolan and and Rampart and and all the other new leaders we find Imperial leaders are so anti clone. And it's, it makes for a great dynamic. It really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And even Crosshair, who is, we see repeatedly, has been loyal to the Empire, right? It, whether it's hunting down his own brothers in season one to, um, you know, even at the end of uh, episode three this season, right? He's uh, He's still, you know... He doesn't. He he's he's clearly upset when uh you know when Cody uh, defects right and he everyone hates on him. Everyone doesn't. They they, they kind of put him down now in the Empire. He continues to like you know eat off on his own. He's kind of all alone now, but he still believes in the Empire. Mm-hmm. And they're just beating him down, you know, every it, single time. Yeah. You feel for him because this is the choice he made, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because it wasn't the he, chip. It was he wanted to stay with the Empire. Yeah. Uh-huh. And but, he does repeat, good soldiers follow orders. He does. But I think through this episode, in episode three as well, but even more in this episode, I think he starts to realize maybe he's not on the right side anymore. Maybe he's not respected and not. Is the Empire really where he should be placing his trust? I don't, I don't know. I I think he's I think he's finally starting to change. But we'll, we'll talk about more about that as we get to the mm-hmm. end of the episode. But, but I, I I wonder how long he will remain loyal. I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah, it's yeah, it's rough. So he he gets assigned to this Lieutenant Nolan. And they are assigned to go to the planet of Bartan 4 to relieve uh, a set of clones in, that have been guarding a facility. And boy, they get there, and it is rough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, the the group they were with is, what, they're, they're supposed to be re- replaced or, not replaced, but you know what I mean, like, uh, relieved. Relieved. What, like, I think they said, like, 36 rotations earlier? Like, they are way overdue. The group is down from, I mean, I guess we don't ever know how many soldiers they started with, but they're down to three. They don't have any. By, uh, <laughs> yeah. Commander Mayday, which I, I have to say, I thought was just a great name. And I loved his look. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah. With the yeah. the fur and everything, it's it's a he's got a cool what? look. It's oh. not just the fur. Oh, sorry, it's, no, it's it's like the entire, all of his armor is wrapped. Sorry, it's not, yeah. It's, been, it's being held together by cloth. Because it's that's so good. how... It looks like he's it. injured. It, it's well, yeah. You know that that reminds you of back in World War II when you look at the uh, Battle of the uh, uh, Bastogne or whatever, where you see the World War II soldiers when they were marching Patton's army when they were going to go relieve the soldiers uh, in Bastogne, that they're marching through the snow and you could see that they had their feet wrapped with towels and they're all bundled up. And you got that same feeling looking at May Day. Mm-hmm. It's like because they were in the snow, they were sitting there freezing, they had to find ways to get themselves warm. And that was really cool to see. That To me, that was a really cool nod to 
actual history of being stuck in a situation like that. It's interesting. I, I definitely interpret it as they were, their armor was literally being held together by string. And it makes the, the reveal at the end of the episode, like, what have they been guarding? You might be right on that point. They weren't allowed to use. Yeah, like, the, yeah you might. Yeah, the fact that it was like equipment for stormtroopers and mm-hmm. they, they were desperate. They had asked for supplies. They hadn't been relieved in 36 rotations. And the things they needed were in the boxes that they never opened because they were good soldiers and they followed orders. Like, yeah. oh, that's yeah. a great twist. <laughs> yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. yeah that's it, it, it is. It is. And it's it, that I feel like is what kind of made this episode. You know, it, it just was so yeah. it was so well done. And the fact that you, you could see Crosshair have to deal with all, and all the clones with all of this punishment from the from the you know uh from like Nolan and 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 others and and all the sorry and Captain Bragg and and the um just the verbal abuse they dealt with and you know you just you feel for them you you feel for them and there's only a few clones left who even survived and they get they get um dressed down for not having you know enough uh, for not guarding the cargo well enough, and you know, like, oh, you've you've been getting you've been getting attacked, and you're you're not your 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 armor's off the spec, and they're like, but we've been stranded, we've been asking for help, you know. Yeah. How, how many minutes into this episode did it take before you were ready to shoot Commander Nolan in the back? <laughs> oh, right, right That's away. Oh, God, right away. <laughs> yeah, I was. Just, it, it took me maybe five before, like, ah, this guy sucks too. No, no. Yeah, yeah. This. There's no way. Like, if this episode doesn't end with him being shot, I am deeply troubled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, it does. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's you feel so bad for, especially for Mayday and Hex and, and Veach, who are the only ones left. Uh, yeah, I, I, ha- I did appreciate that. Like Mayday's, like when when Nolan was, um, uh kind of berating them and he's like talking about how he's he's taking charge and made he's like i feel better already so good <laughs> oh it's it's so good but that's i guess ultimately why the theme of this episode was it's all about respect another one one of the many themes in this episode was really about respect and how you know the clones don't respect mayday and the others because they they don't respect them you know and mm-hmm. It's just, it was a, it was a, just a very good, I, I just, it really enjoyed seeing more of how the empire is changing and how the clones are being phased out and, and tossed to the side. Well, I guess the good point that you can wrap everything around is the base that they're trying to guard is raided. So the raiders take a crate. So here you have, you have Crosshair and Mayday saying, look, you know, we have to go after them. Hey, you know, can can we take some of your guys with us? You know, so it's not just the two of us that are going after these. And it's like, didn't Lieutenant Nolan like, uh, no, you guys go do it. It's like, well, wait a minute. We're supposed to be relieved. We're supposed to have some extra troops. And you got troops sitting here and we've got to go do this by ourselves. I mean, he doesn't care. It's, it's yeah. completely unreasonable orders. That, yeah, like, they can't two clones to go after out. these guys. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, Hex and Veach are, are killed. And so, yep. It's just crosshair and mayday at this point. And, you know, yeah, it just, again, it shows how little 
the empire cares for these clones. They're just, yeah, yeah, go, go do this anyway. I don't care if you're going to get killed, you know, and then why aren't you doing it faster? Or, or, you know, you took too long or when crosshair gets back. Right. And we'll talk about this later, but crosshair gets back and, and, uh, Mayday's injured and he's helping him. What happens? He gets berated for taking too long and not bringing yeah. the supplies back with them. Like it, they, nothing they can do is ever yeah. good enough. Ever. Yeah. And that's that's just not fair. Like I said at the beginning, for a clone army that basically saved the Republic, but until an order was, you know, said, this is their repayment. That's just uh, so hard to take. Yeah. I did like the kind of uh, the 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 little mission that Crosshair and Mayday go on to try to recover those supplies because it, it gives us enough nice opportunity to spend more time with Mayday away from lieutenant nolan and, and kind of understand how he's doing and and also how crosshair um you know reacts to everything i mean early on in the episode there's a there's multiple comments about how crosshair would you know leave a clone who was injured behind so that they could complete the mission uh and we see crosshair change throughout the episode as he realizes maybe maybe it's worth saving people and kind of being a team mm-hmm and it was yeah and maybe maybe this is the part where i think we've discussed is crosshair going to be redeemable is crosshair going to figure out that maybe he is on the wrong side and it proves that in this episode as as he's going through it he's starting to get as was mentioned earlier he's starting to get second second thoughts about this mm-hmm. well i think part of it's you know he sees he sees lieutenant nolan and rampart and brag and everyone who basically would toss him aside at a moment's notice Mm -hmm. and then he looks at someone like mayday who will disarm a pressure mine risking his own life in order to save crosshair because crosshair accidentally stepped on it and you know we know crosshair is not going to die but it's still kind of a tense scene and you know it, it it gives us an opportunity to show one for the two clones to get to know each other and two for us to see how mayday will do anything to save crosshair when crosshair says oh i would have left you know, you, you know, if you're injured, right. Uh, and later Mayday does get injured in the, in the infiltration of the base and, you know, mm-hmm. the af- avalanche and everything. And he ends up carrying him all the way back and kind of changing, completely reversing what he, he would have done. I think just one episode earlier, but isn't that the thing about the clones? Because the clones are brothers and they see themselves that way. And, now that thing and is crosshair doesn't mm-hmm. and he hasn't. Yeah. Well, but I maybe think what he's seeing here is he makes uh, even in this world where he doesn't look at Mayday as, you know, a, a well, brother, so to speak. Totally he looks correct. at, you know, the creative equipment versus a clone and he puts the value on the soldier. Mm-hmm. Right. Which. I mean. I think is the like even if you take out the clone brother kind of aspect, I think you'd you could argue that's the correct. Oh yeah, you know oh, prioritization. Totally. Yes, like Mayday, an experienced commander, has so much more he could offer the Empire than another crate of stormtrooper armor. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the thing use. that really gets crosshair is that no, that like you said, he, he's berated for being late and not bringing the supplies. And like that's. And he's told that saving Mayday was a it, that that you know saving this injured clone Mayday who's like bleeding out would be a waste of resources. Like, uh, <laughs> yep. What a horrible thing to say, you know? Like, and it's imagine I, you went to a hospital and they're like, likely, sorry, it would be a waste of resources to try to save you. Like, oh my gosh, fair, horrible. 
it wouldn't have mattered. Like, I right. think at the time, by the time they get there, it seems like Mayday is on the cusp and mm-hmm. he dies, you know, sentences later sure. after that. But, right. it's but the, the fact that he's not even willing to try. Right. Because you always the stormtroopers try. are directed to just, no, go back to loading. This isn't important. Is yeah. just... And why didn't you bring the crate? You know, like it's yeah. so bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, it makes Crosshair's choice. Like when, uh, what's his name? I'm, I'm, uh, Nolan turns around and starts walking away and Crosshair is just sitting in the down. I was so angry that they weren't, that nothing else was going to happen. And Crosshair takes the shot. <laughs> and I was just well, like, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> deserved yeah like it, it, the fact that he the fact that mayday just wanted to leave sorry uh nolan wanted to leave mayday there and let him die and yes he would have probably would have died either way but the fact he did that yeah it just was the perfect excuse for crosshair to take out uh to take out nolan because I, I just jumped for joy like yes he did it mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so good oh it was so good it, it, he, nolan deserved to die in that case, like he was just a horrible person. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Oh. Overall, this is a very dark episode, I would say. But yeah, I think just did a fantastic job of uh, portraying every part of Crosshair's journey. And again, I'm excited to see where we pick up from him again, hopefully another episode this season. Yeah. It, it was actually dark in, in multiple respects, so both the storyline as well as the the way it was shot, you know, some of those mm-hmm. scenes I I was like, uh, I was watching, watched once on my TV and watched on the computer and I was watching on the computer and I was like, man, I'm having trouble like making out some of the things almost, but it just shows kind of how far animation has gone uh, where you can have those, uh, you know, very, very kind of dark scenes where it's kind of hard to make out stuff, but you can still see what's going on. It's just, it was just, it was really well done. And the, the animation, no, the snow was, was excellent. The lighting was beautiful. It was it was great. Mm-hmm. It was really great. So so once Crosshair collapses on the ground, and and we would imagine he passes out. Were you surprised where he was taken to, or where he woke up at? I'm so glad. I'm so. We were just talking like last week, right? I, we hope it doesn't take us a while to get back to Mount Tantus. Oh my gosh, he's on Mount Tantus. This is great. Yeah. Crosshair is now there. <laughs> that. Totally, totally was one of those things where it's like, what? Yeah. So why do you think he's there? Especially when you get the line, cooperate and you might survive. Why is he there? Any guesses? I I think at this point, we know, Hemlock knows where are about Omega. Mm -hmm. And Crosshair knows about Omega to some degree, at least. Very good. Very good point. I, I think that is it. I think that's it. Like, unless, cause I don't think they want to clone the clones. <laughs> you know, uh, it has to be about Omega. That's the only thing I can think of. And yeah, it's. Well, is it the, the only thing that I could think of is if it's not to clone the clone and if it's not for information, is it possible that they could try and enhance him a bit more? Mm-hmm. So he would be able to maybe sense Omega. I don't know. I mean, but I think it's there for like enhancement other than torture, which would be the other thing, but to possibly enhance him a bit more. Potentially. 
I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I do think it's ultimately about Omega. I think you're right, Stephen. I think it's all yeah. about yeah. getting to Omega. The question is, how long will it take? Will it be, you know, at, at one point will Omega start to head to? I mean, they have to head to Mount Taintus at some point, or, or I don't know. I, I feel I like there's know. too they're much gonna... building up toward Mount Taintus. I I don't know if they're actually going to go there. Yeah, I think it's going to be a location that's too secret for them to be revealed mm. to. Okay, just the batch. Hmm. I could see that. That that doesn't make sense. You know, it has to be super secret. But clearly, they they need to get crosshair to do something for them. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, I don't know what, but something's gonna happen, and. I guess well the question is will Crosshair go will he go along with it is the bigger question. They well, don't tell him, that... you know. They threaten him, but will he do you think he'll actually succumb or will he will he go along with them or will he push back now given how I I think he's on his way to defecting. Well, but here's the thing. Is he going to do it willingly or we've already seen a chip installed in his head. He did have the original one taken out. Who's to say they couldn't put another one of those in him and basically make him an unwilling pawn? Potentially, but I, I get the sense that it's the chips are not as strong as we always thought they were. And we, we get sure. hints of that this season as well, where yeah. you know, a lot more clones are starting to turn. And I think the chip helps encourage the clones and and, and mm-hmm. makes them want to follow orders. Mm-hmm. But I I think there's a, actually a lot more free will than we were initially led to believe in Order 66. But this is this is Mount Tantus. This is a place in which they can experiment, clone, that's true. That's secret true. things, all the other stuff. So it will. I'm just going to say this. It's going to be interesting to see how this part of Crosshair's story is going to play out after he leaves Mount Tantus. And what, other than possibly being torture to get the information out of him, or program him to get the information out of him. This this is a point of this is a turning point at this point for Crosshair. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So so are we good for ratings on this one, or is there anything yeah. else? Um how about William? You go this time. Okay, well, um, you know, I, this was an, another, wow, I think we've had two really good episodes in a row. Um, I, I love the the Zillow Beast episode last week. This week was another great episode uh, featuring Crosshair and kind of how he's dealing with the Empire and where, you know, where they're at. The fact that they keep, uh, you know, he's starting to realize the empire is not on his side and they, and they, they despise clones. And that's been a re- recurring theme of this season. And many of the, I think many of the greatest episodes this season have all been about how the empire doesn't like the clones anymore. And so yeah, really, really well done. Um, I also, there was just some, some small little things I noticed throughout the episode. I, I love like the little moments, like when Lieutenant Nolan slips on the ice coming down the ramp and he just tries to blame it on the clones. It's a small little detail. It's so well done. Uh, or like when Crosshair is blinded in the thermal scopes and the ship explodes. I just really appreciate all these little things. Also, the ice vultures that were flying around reminded me a lot of Morai, the owl, basically, in The Clone Wars. Um, it kind of was almost like a representative of Ahsoka in, in some ways. So 
uh, yeah, just really nice moments overall. I, I think I have to give this an eight and a half Womp Rats out of 10. Uh, and these eight and a half Womp Rats, you know, the, the clones as their brothers kept falling on, um, uh, on Barton four, eventually they, they started recruiting Womp Rats and, you know, they're, there's a memorial for all the clone, you know, all the clone helmets for their fallen brothers. And I think the, you know, over time, eventually the Womp Rats started falling as well in, in, to the, you know, tax from the pirates and they were, their skulls were placed next to the helmets for the fallen clones. Wow. I don't know, <laughs> Steven. I, I think I have to give this one an eight as well. Um, Honestly, like, it's just a solid episode. It's one of those things. They made me hate Nolan from the moment he showed up, and they killed him at the end. (laughs) (laughs) The the stuff that happened in the middle was fine. I was sad to see Mayday go, because I thought he was a really cool character as well. But it's just, I love these little bottle episodes that kind of just keep showing this the move from clones to, to stormtroopers and how the Empire is changing. And... They honestly like these are some of the highlights of the Bad Batch for me, I think, because mm-hmm. they just do such a great job of building out the world and making the world feel larger and interesting. Um, yeah, just a solid eight out of ten for me. Um, and uh, my my Womp Rats. So like obviously the one crate was full of armor, but the rest were actually Womp Rats. That was what they were protecting. Oh, womp Rats are very important. The armor is not important. You um, took my I, idea, Stephen. Well, that's why you shouldn't go first, Tom, because you get your ideas stolen. So, <laughs> okay. But uh, that just awesome, and my Womp Rats will—they uh, made their—they made their way safely to the Empire thanks to Crosshair and Mayday. All right, what you got, Tom? Okay, I am going to echo your 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 score. I'm going to also give this episode an eight. I really enjoyed it. I thought it's it is so sad to see Crosshair go through all this, but. It's one of those things in which Crosshair, you made your decision, you're going to have to be paying for it. And we're really seeing him pay for this decision. And how it's going to end, we shall see. So um, my eight Womp Rats. Um, Well, let's see. Well, I'm trying to come back with this one. After Lieutenant Nolan uh, ended up being shot in the back by Crosshair, the eight Womp Rats ended up picking him up on a stretcher and carrying him through the ice into a nice area to where they they need warmth. So they decided to create a funeral pyre for him so they can be warm on a very icy, icy planet. So, well, and they danced nice around it because, yeah, they, they danced around because basically, you know, he got what he deserved. So, well, that's very nice of them. That's that's very nice yeah. of those, those Womp Rats. Yeah. Had to give himself kind of, you know. I, I think... I think you made a mistake there earlier. You said you wanted to echo Steven's score. Echo wasn't in this this episode. It, it oh, was Crosshair. Sh- so uh, just for reference. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh boy. And with that, I think we'll wrap wow. up this week's episode. Uh, we'll be back this weekend with our review of The Mandalorian Chapter 18, the second episode of Season 3. And of course, we'll be back in a week uh, next Wednesday with our review of the bad batch season two, episode 13 Pabu. So stay tuned for that. Lots of uh, new ion cannon content coming at you. It's a great time to be a star Wars fan. Thank you all for listening. And we'll be back next week, not next week, this weekend, uh, just a couple days with our review of the Mandalorian 
Chapter 18. Thank you for listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast, your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. For over a decade, Ion Cannon has covered every corner of the saga, from the films and animated series like The Clone Wars and Rebels, to books, comics, games, and more. If you like what you hear, please rate us in your favorite podcast client. Your review will help this show grow within the Star Wars community. We can be found at our website, ioncannoncast.com, and you can follow us through Facebook and Twitter. To email us, you can do so at contact at ioncannoncast.com. The Ion Cannon Podcast is not associated with Lucasfilm, The Walt Disney Company, or any and all of their respective trademarks or copyright holders. Any opinion expressed on the show are that of the hosts. This podcast is a production by fans, for fans, and is copyright 2018.